chapter 119. Description of the length of the qamis and the sleeves, the end of the turban, and the prohibition of wearing long garments out of pride. 790. Asma bint Yazid radiallahu anha reported, the qamis sleeves of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam reached down to his wrists, collected by Abu Dawood and At-Tirmidhi. Commentary This hadith simply tells us that Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to wear a qamis with long sleeves up to the wrist. But in the case of all the other clothes, apart from the qamis, the sleeve should not go beyond the fingertips. 791 Ibn Umar reported, The Prophet said, Whoever allows his lower garment to drag out of vanity will find that Allah will not look at him on the day of resurrection. On this Abu Bakr submitted, O Messenger of Allah, my lower garment keeps sliding down though I take care to pull it up. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, said, You are not of those who do it out of vanity. Collected by Al-Bukhari. Commentary The Messenger of Allah وسلم, has given a severe warning to those who intentionally wear a dress which is dragging along the ground because this is a sign of arrogance. Yet, if a person's garment unintentionally slips downward, he will not be put to accountability. 792 Abu Huraira reported, The Messenger of Allah said, On the day of resurrection, Allah will not look at him who trails his lower garment out of pride. Collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim Commentary a disregard of Allah's favors and gifts means ungratefulness which is essentially manifested in a haughty attitude. It is also a sign of arrogance that one wears a dress with the hem trailing on the ground. 793 Abu Huraira reported, The Prophet said, what is below the ankles of a lower garment is condemned to the fire of hell. Collected by Al-Bukhari Commentary The apparent sense of the hadith words is that the part of the dress hanging down below the ankles will be put into hellfire. Yet, if this is the fate of the particular piece of cloth, the wearer will surely go to hell. When Nafi' radiallahu anhu was asked about it, he said, Yes, but what sins have the clothes committed? 794 Abu Dhar anhu reported, I heard the Prophet wasallam saying, There are three to whom Allah will neither speak on the day of resurrection, nor will look at them, nor purify them, and they will be severely tormented. When he repeated this statement three times, Abu Dhar said, They are doomed and destroyed. But who are they, O Allah's Messenger? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, One whose lower garment trails, 
one who boasts of kindness shown to another, and one who promotes sale of his business by taking false oaths collected by Muslim. Commentary. This hadith sheds light on three major sins which unfortunately prevail in Muslim societies. May Allah amend the lapses of Muslims' behavior. 795. Ibn Umar عنه, reported, The Prophet وسلم, said, On the day of resurrection, Allah will not look at one who trails his lower garment, qamis, or turban, arrogantly. Collected by Abu Dawood and An Nisa'i. Commentary This hadith tells us if trousers and pajamas, out of pride, hang loose below the ankles, the wearer will be committing a grave blunder. The excessive hang of a shirt or turban out of pride is also a sign of arrogance and involves the wearer in a major sin. 796 Abu Juray, Jabir, Ibn Sulaim, radiyallahu anhu reported, I noticed a man whose opinion was followed by everybody, and no one acted contrary to what he said. I asked who he was, and I was informed that he was the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I said to him twice, Alayka salam ya Rasulullah. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Do not say alayka salam. This is the salutation of the dead, meaning in the Jahiliyyah times. Say instead, As-salamu alayk. I asked, Are you the messenger of Allah? He sallallahu alayhi wasallam replied, Yes, I am the messenger of Allah the messenger of the one who will remove your affliction when you are in trouble and call to him, who will cause food to grow for you when you are famine-stricken and call to him, and who will restore to you your lost riding beast in the desert when you call upon him. I said to him, Give me instructions to act upon. He wasallam, said, Do not abuse anyone. Since then, I have never abused anyone, neither a free man, nor a slave, nor a camel, nor a sheep. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam continued, Do not hold in contempt even an insignificant act of goodness, because even talking to your brother with a cheerful countenance is an act of goodness. Raise up your lower garment halfway between the ankle and the knee, or at least above the ankles. For trailing it is arrogance, and Allah dislikes pride. And if a man insults you, pointing out your faults, do not insult him, pointing out his faults. For he will assume or bear the evil consequences of his abuse. Collected by Abu Dawood and At-Tirmidhi. Commentary. Herein, we are informed that the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, would lend a ready ear to the Prophet's advice and put it into practice resolutely. Besides, in Islam, the greeting of peace or salam is alike to the living as well as the dead. The Hadith also tells us about the desirable length of izar or the lower garment. Sharia allows it up to the ankles, but if it goes below, 
the wearer will be involved in a serious transgression incurring hellfire, as mentioned earlier. Second, any good act, however small it may be, must not be underestimated and ignored. At no cost should it be given up. Third, nobody should be reproached for his fault or mistake. That is, he should not be put to humiliation in public for it. However, in private conversation, he may be advised to improve his behavior and desist from repeating his mistake. 797. Abu Huraira, radiyallahu anhu, reported, The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said to a man who was performing salat while his lower garment was trailing, Go and perform your wudu again. That man went and came back, having performed it. The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said again, Go and perform your wudu. Someone present said to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, O Messenger of Allah, you asked him to perform his wudu, and then you kept silent. He sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, He performed salah while his lower garment was below his ankles. Allah does not accept the salah of a man who trails his lower garment. Collected by Abu Dawood. 798. Qais ibn Bishr al who reported, reported that his father, who attended the company of Abu Darda, told him, There was a man in Damascus who was a companion of the Messenger of Allah. He was called Ibn al Hanzaliya. He was a lonesome person and would rarely spend time in the company of people. He would spend most of his time in performing salah, and when he finished, he would engage himself in tasbih, meaning the saying of subhanallah, and takbir, meaning Allahu Akbar, till he would go home. He passed by us one day when we were sitting with Abu Dardat. The latter said to him, Tell us something which will benefit us and will not harm you. He said, The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam sent a detachment. When they returned, one of them came to the assemblage in which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was present and said to his neighbor during the conversation, I wish you had seen us when we encountered the enemy. So and so of the believers took up his spear, struck and said, Take this from me, and I am the Ghifari boy. Now what do you think of this? The neighbor said, I think that he lost his reward because of boasting. He said, I see no harm in it. They began to exchange arguments till the Messenger of Allah وسلم, heard them and said, Subhanallah. He would be rewarded in the hereafter and praised in this world. I noticed that Abu Darda felt a great pleasure at this remark and raising his head began to repeat, Have you heard the Messenger of Allah وسلم, say this? Ibn al-Hamdaliyah continued responding till I asked Abu Darda not to annoy him. Ibn al-Hamdaliyah happened to pass by us another day. And Abu Darda said to him, Tell us something which will benefit us and will not harm you. 
He said, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us, he who spins to purchase a horse for jihad is like one who extends his hand for spending out of charity without withholding. He passed by us another day and Abu Darda said to him, tell us something which might benefit us but will not harm you. He said, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam once said, Khurayn al-Usaydi is an excellent man were it not for his long hair and his lower garment which is hanging down. Khurayn heard about what the Prophet ﷺ had said about him. He trimmed his long hair up to his ears with a knife and raised his lower garment halfway on his shanks. On another occasion, he passed by us and Abu Darda said to him, Tell us something that will benefit us and will not harm you. He said that he heard the Messenger of Allah وسلم, say, while coming back from an expedition, you are returning to your brothers, so set your saddles and clothes in order so that you look tidy and graceful. Allah hates untidiness. Collected by Abu Dawood. Commentary. This hadith talks about six points. First, a war cry expressive of one's chivalrous deeds and designed to intimidate the enemy is permissible. Second, it is not an impeachable act and will be rewarded by Allah if it is done with a good intention. Third, hair should be grown either up to the earlobes or up to the neck end as was the Prophet's practice. The Prophet disapproved of long hair upon the shoulders. Fourth, on a return from a journey, a man is advised to clean up his appearance and dust-covered clothes. Due to the fatigue and dust of the journey, he may appear untidy and out of shape. With his ruffled hair and run-down face, whether intentional or unintentional, he will perhaps give a depressive impression to his wife and children and other family members to the displeasure of Allah. Fifth, we may sympathetically allude to the minor shortcomings of a person in his absence for the sake of his moral uplifting. This will not be considered as backbiting. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam talked about Khuraym al-Usaidi radiallahu anhu in the same spirit. Sixth, Indecency, which means something ugly and disgraceful, is taken here in an untidy and disheveled sense, which is against aesthetic principles. 799. Abu Sa'id al-Khudri reported, The Messenger of Allah وسلم, said, The lower garment of a believer should be halfway below the knees. He is guilty of no sin if they are up to the ankle. That which is below the ankles is in the fire of hell. Allah will not look at the one who allows his lower garment to trail out of vanity. Collected by Abu Dawood. Commentary. This hadith says that a garment like trousers, pajamas, and so on should, properly speaking, go down to the middle of the shanks. However, it is permissible to lower it to the ankles, which should remain uncovered. 
this commandment is for men alone. On the contrary, women are required to cover not only their ankles, but also their feet, particularly when they go out. 800. Ibn Omar, radiyallahu anhuma, reported, My lower garment was trailing as I passed by the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he said, Raise your lower garment, Abdullah. I lifted it up, and he told me to raise it higher. I complied with his orders, and as I was still trying to find the best place for it, one of the people asked where it should reach, and he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, replied, halfway down the knees, collected by Muslim. 801. Ibn Omar, radiyallahu anhumah, reported, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, On the day of resurrection, Allah will not look at the one who trails his lower garment out of arrogance. Um Salama radiyallahu anha asked, What should women do with the hem of their clothes? He sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, They might lower them a hand span. She said, But their feet would still remain exposed. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Let them lower those equal to an arm's length, but not more than that. Collected by Abu Dawood and Itirmidhi. Commentary. Herein, women are commanded to cover themselves completely up to an arm's length from the hem of their clothes in order to avoid the sole of their feet with their wraps and lower body garments.